Hey, friend, welcome back to another episode of the Balanced Nurse Podcast. Today's episode is a continuation of our conversation on work life balance and work life harmony. So, today we talk about how work life harmony starts with you, right? And then we go into setting realistic expectations and the actual like integration of work and life and some tips on how to get started and how that might look like for you. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey friend, welcome to the Balanced Nurse Podcast. Are you wanting more time on your days off to create healthier habits and actually work on your goals? Then this podcast is for you. I'm Ashley and I used to be a burnt out nurse just like you. I know what it's like to feel exhausted and frustrated on your days off. I wanted to work out more, eat healthier, and enjoy time with friends and family, but I kept telling myself that that run could wait till tomorrow. I was just too tired to fit in a workout into my busy schedule. Entering my 30s, I realized I had neglected my own health and personal growth. It was a wake-up call that inspired me to take control of my life. That's when I learned two key things, the incredible peace that time management brings and the beauty of real work-life harmony. And I want you, friend, to have this too. I'll share with you my tips and tricks on how to manage your time, create healthier habits, and be more productive on your days off so that you can achieve your biggest health and business goals. So let's pop in those earbuds, get that nurse fun up, and let's dig in. All right, friend, before we get into the episode, which I'm so excited to get into, would you mind showing me some love and leaving a five-star review if you haven't already? It would really mean the world to me, and it would just really boost the podcast and be visible to more people that need this guidance, that that can really benefit from my content. So if you wouldn't mind leaving that, if you haven't already, it would mean so much to me. Thank you so much. Okay, so let's get right into it, shall we, friend? Okay, so today, I keep saying, okay. <laughs> so today, work-life harmony starts with you. That's what we're going to talk about. Last week, we had a conversation where we kind of challenged the notion of work-life balance and what it means and how it can look different for everyone. And work-life balance is not a one-size-fits-all, right? That's pretty much what the last episode was about. And there's more of a feeling that is really unique to each and every one of us when we achieve that work-life harmony. And in this episode, we dive into how work-life harmony really starts with you, setting realistic expectations, and finally getting started with integrating work and life. So it's this beautiful integration, this beautiful beautiful blend and ebb and flow rather than a 50-50 rigid plan. So work-life harmony starts with you. There's this journey, right, that we're on and we are exploring how balance is as unique as a fingerprint, if you think about it, right? Like I know I've been saying that this is something that's going to look different for everyone because what works for one person might not work for you or for another person. And again, that's perfectly normal. I also want to explain how achieving work-life harmony, again, starts with you. I know I keep saying this, but it starts with your vision and your values. And I've made an episode on this as well, episode 81. What's your vision? And defining your values is so important. And I want you to take a moment to really reflect on what you want your life to look like. What are the core values which are going to help you choose your priorities and what truly matters to you? Now, once you know this, 
then you begin to align your daily activities with these priorities. And again, I have an episode on this. If you want to go a little deeper in it, it's episode 81. And this is where I say that time management, living with intention and purpose really starts with you. And I want you to think up, think of a, an upside down triangle, okay, where the white part at the top is at the top and it narrows down, right? So the big picture is that at the top is your vision and your values. As you continue to go down this triangle into the narrow part of the triangle, it breaks into what your priorities and your goals are and your focus for the year, for this quarter, for this month, to the week, to the day, and even to the now, to this moment. And so when I first saw this visual, I saw this visual in a book called Time Management Essentials by Anna Dearman Kornick, I I believe that's how you pronounce her name. And it's really helped me to visualize how everything just ties together and how what I do on a moment-to-moment basis has an effect on how my day goes, my week, my month, my quarter, and my year. And this is going to require really sitting down with yourself, really carving out some time for reflection and introspection. And again, tune into episode 81 if you want to go a little deeper into crafting your vision and discovering your values if this is something that you've never really done before. And I included a quote here. You guys know how much I love quotes. (laughs) There's this quote from Carl Jung. Oh my gosh, I'm probably butchering that. Carl Jung. Oh gosh, please forgive me. Love me. But the quote is, your visions will become clear only when you can look into your own heart. Who looks outside dreams, who looks inside awakes. Such a beautiful quote. Really looking into your own heart. What is it that you really want? What's your heart telling you, your soul telling you of how you want to live your life? And so this is where we go into identifying your priorities. So once you're clear on what you really want your ideal life to look like, and the values that are going to act as like guideposts towards that vision, now we can begin identifying our priorities. Priorities are like creating a compass for your life. That's the way I see it, right? And it really helps you navigate and really make decisions based on what matters most to you. Now, I know that this can still be tough, right? Especially if you're like me and feel like, everything is literally important. I'm like, but everything is important. (laughs) Like, don't you just hate those NCLEX questions that are like, what's the most important thing here? And you're like, but literally everything's important. And I'm sorry I have to do this to you in your life. Again, love me, but it's a lot easier, I promise. Now that you've had a good picture of how you want your life to look like and what your values are, I want you to now categorize your priorities into two buckets. So, and this is just easy to do to get started. So the first bucket is the big picture or your big vision. So this bucket is more long-term, right? So for example, let's say health and wellness is that big picture, right? The second bucket would be for your priorities for your bigger bucket. So if your big picture bucket is health and wellness, then your second bucket of day-to-day priorities is going to be having healthy meals, good nutrition, right, and exercise. And another example, so that's just one example of a big picture bucket and then the day-to-day bucket. Another example, let's say your big picture right now is financial freedom, which for me, 
that's that's my big picture bucket right now. The second bucket of priorities would be investing, saving, budgeting, right? Those are all priorities that will be feeding into the bigger bucket of financial freedom. So now keep in mind, you may have different priorities for different areas of your life, relationships, career, business, spirituality, family, whatever. And so when you plan out your weeks, knowing your vision, your values, that's going to help you prioritize your to-do list and your week so that your actions throughout the week really align with your bigger goals. And with everything else I say, when you're trying something new, this is going to be like building a muscle. It's going to take practice, putting in the reps. And I know it might be a little scary and it's a little uncomfortable, but continuing to tune back in and to continue learning and growing in your own journey is just a beautiful thing. And you're going to get that rap. You're going to get better and better as you continue moving forward in your journey. And so I also send out a weekly newsletter where I'll share time management and productivity tips or the latest episode or guest interview. And I have a link in the show notes that you can join at. If you're interested in, in, in having that like weekly reminder of some great tips that I share. Okay, so as you begin choosing your priorities, I want you to ask yourself this question. How does this move me closer to my big picture goal? Whether that's building wealth, traveling the world, that might be a big picture goal for you. That's maybe a big thing that's super important to you. Maybe living a long, healthy life, whatever it is. Ask yourself, how does this move me, move me closer to that? Now, something that we need to do, right, because life evolves and as you go through different seasons of life, so do your priorities. Okay, so as you evolve, so do your priorities. And that's perfectly fine. It's about regularly assessing, reassessing your values and adjusting your actions accordingly. And this is where I mentioned in the previous episode where flexibility is really key in maintaining this work-life harmony. For example, you might be in a season where you want to save up for a trip. So you are picking up more shifts than you normally do but you know it's temporary and you have a short-term goal. Your priorities shift during this time because your priority right now is making sure that you save and plan for this trip. Maybe you're caring for a family member right now. Your priorities are making sure that they're okay and also taking care of yourself. And so maybe going on trips right now or hanging out with friends every weekend or traveling, whatever, is not on top of your priority list. And that's okay too. Another example, let's say you really want to begin investing in real estate and start your own business, or maybe just even invest more in your IRA or your employer's 401k, but your car needs a $2,000 repair. You need your car in order to get to work. And so paying that off instead of adding that extra payment to your retirement or to your student loans takes priority, right? The Paying off your car is going to take priority at this time. And so sometimes you kind of just need to reevaluate where you are in the season of life and what areas your priorities need some adjusting. And do this with kindness, guys, with kindness and self-compassion. Because if there's anything that I've learned in these last few years of my life, as I've gone through my own personal transformation and journey, is that we go through this ebb and flow of life 
and that there are certain things that are out of our control, things that pop up unexpectedly and things we mess up on. But it's just a smoother ride when we are kind to ourselves. So practicing that kindness and self-compassion as you readjust your priorities because of the season that you are in in your life. And that's perfectly fine. Okay, so once we know our priorities, right, and we're regularly reassessing them, we're also going to set realistic expectations. So let's talk about that pressure to really achieve that perfect 50-50 split, that perfect balance. It doesn't exist, friend. Some days, work will demand more of your attention, while other days, personal life will take the lead. And remember, it's more about finding that rhythm that feels good for you. This is where I have to say it again. This is that feeling that feels good for you based on what you want for your life. And being kind to yourself. I know I keep saying this again, but it's just something that's so important. Releasing that expectation of perfection, of needing to have everything be 50-50 or perfectly balanced in your life, or even of trying to check off your to-do list every week or achieving your weekly goals. Give yourself permission to be new at something, to make mistakes, or to change things up. Be kind to yourself on the days when the scale tips unevenly. And remember, it's about the journey, not the destination. It's about learning how to really navigate the chaos of life and really asking ourselves, like, what are the things that I need to say no to in order to say yes to the things that are going to make our lives more fulfilling? more peaceful, more joyous, more or more adventurous, or more of whatever it is that you want in your life. How do we get started? How do we even integrate work in life? And how does that look like? Again, it's about creating this beautiful synergy between work and personal life. Blurring the lines, but like in a positive way, <laughs> if that makes sense. So how do we integrate work in personal life? How do we align our work with our passions and let aspects of our personal life complement our professional professional endeavors as well, right? Because we are nurses, but we also are human beings first. And we have a personal life and we have things going on. We have families, we have friends, we have personal goals, everything. So the first tip is just blending professional and personal goals. So aligning your professional goals with personal aspirations. So for example, consider how achieving success in your nursing career, whether that's being a charge nurse, education, obtaining certain certifications, whatever that looks like for you, how can it contribute to the fulfillment of your personal goals and vice versa? So if your personal goals are increasing strength, right? You can lift patients by yourself. I'm just kidding. Don't do that, please. Hashtag protect the back. Protect your back, guys. But seriously, though, if your personal goals is getting into shape, eating healthier, getting better quality sleep, how does that help you show up as your best self for work, for school, for your patients, for your coworkers? Maybe you get the charge nurse position or leadership role, and that gives you a nice boost of income. Well, your personal goal is to pay off death, debt and invest so you can build wealth. So these are just some examples of how your professional and personal goals can really blend in together. I can give you another example. I'm in the process of being hired out, hired on at a hospital where there will be a pretty, it's going to be a, a nice bump in pay compared to my teaching job. 
And it's going to help me invest more into retirement and invest more into the podcast. And that's what's important to me right now is as I'm deciding what I want to do with my life in, in this new season in my life. Okay, so that is the first tip. Blending your professional and personal goals, really taking a closer look at that. So the second thing is prioritizing self-care as a nurse. Develop a personalized self-care routine that really aligns with both your nursing responsibilities and personal well-being. And you can incorporate these small self-care practices into your daily routine to really maintain a healthy work-life blend. And this can look like having a post-work routine that includes a glass of wine or kombucha, lighting a candle, or grabbing your Kindle and reading your favorite book. It can look like listening to some upbeat music on your way to work or calling a family or friend while driving back home from work. I actually used to do this a lot when I was in California. I'd call a friend or a family member on my way to work, usually because I was working the night shift at that time. But it was just a nice, like, hey, kind of connection and catching up with someone or just seeing how my sister's doing while I'm driving to work. And on your days off, this can look like having mindful walks, spending time with family, being present, right, without our phones. And it could be also going for a massage or a hike. Anything that really nourishes nourishes and supports your soul, your mental health, which I believe is huge for us nurses, especially women just in general, right? But us nurses that we go through so much when it comes to healthcare. And when it comes to scheduling, self-care for me was not working my three days in a row. And it was such a huge game changer for my mental and physical well-being. And although it's nice to really have those days off, like I think if you schedule it just the right way, you can get like six or seven days off in a row. And it was nice when I wanted to take those like big trips somewhere for, you know, go on a five-day trip or whatever. That was nice, but not to be able to do that long term. It just wasn't sustainable for me. I would feel so exhausted and burnt out by the third day. And I just didn't want to do anything on my days off. I just felt so drained. But once I began working no more than two shifts in a row and spacing out that third day, I felt so much more energized and ready to not go back, not only go back to work, but I had the energy to really engage in my own personal pursuits on my days off. A lot of people don't like this, but all I'm saying is give it a try. See how your mood changes. See how much more enjoyable it is to have those days off. I mean, again, it helped me and it might not work for you, but it doesn't hurt to try it out at least. So the next thing here is setting boundaries mindfully. And as a recovering people pleaser, guys, it is hard to set boundaries because I cry for a whole week after setting a boundary. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I hope I wasn't mean or I hope I didn't hurt their feelings or things like that. It is tough. I get it. It is so hard. But once you can define, clearly define your work hours and be intentional about it, about what extra hours you choose to work, you it's just it's just a game changer and it just really brings more peace into your life. And really communicating your boundaries to your colleagues or family to really make sure that they understand where you're coming from when you decide not to pick up some overtime. And I think we tend to feel guilty for saying no. And I get it. Again, I still even feel guilty now saying no sometimes. But let's look at it this way. Saying no is saying yes 
to our mental well-being, to our mental health, to our family, to our personal goals, to whatever it is that we are wanting to say yes to. Now, the last thing here is combining learning and leisure. So how can we choose some leisure activities that align with our nursing interests or professional development? So, for example, you can listen to nursing podcasts, read medical literature for pleasure, or, I mean, I know that kind of sounds like, oh, my God, medical literature. But, I mean, that's what I used to do when I was a new grad, when I was, like, probably, I probably stopped when I was, like, four years into nursing. On my days off, I just enjoyed reading up on things and learning more. I'm just, I I love learning. And so it was something that I just enjoyed doing on my days off. Going to different conferences is another example and getting to meet other nurses in your field. Like the there, there are a lot of conferences for emergency nurses. And so that's really cool to be able to connect with other nurses that that just understand me, right? That understand you, that go through the same thing and are and you kind of take a trip, right? You just like it's fun, you make it a fun thing, but you're also learning about your profession. And there's so many types of conferences out there that you don't need to stick with things related to evidence-based practice, right, or things like nursing. You can also look to connect and network with other nurses that are interested in maybe in real estate or entrepreneurship. Like, that's pretty cool now. You see that a lot now. And so if maybe you're not wanting more so, like, medical stuff and instead more about, like, how do I build wealth or start my own business— There are different groups out there, different conferences out there for nurses. So this was just a reminder that integration is going to be a dynamic process, guys. It really is going to evolve as you grow personally and professionally. So again, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. So just embrace, embrace the journey, embrace it all. And the the key is to approach this integration with with intentionality and a holistic approach, right? Allowing your work and life to really complement each other. So as we wrap up, remember, work-life balance is about creating this beautiful harmony, this ebb and flow. It's not a perfect 50-50 split. And my version of work-life balance will look different than yours. It's about what feels right for you, not for anyone else. And I hope that these tips on prioritizing or blending professional and personal goals, prioritizing self-care, setting boundaries, and combining learning and leisure were helpful in getting you started with how to bring in that blend of work and life. I hope you enjoyed this episode, friend, and until next time. All right, friend, did you enjoy today's episode? If so, don't keep the goodness to yourself. Share it with another nurse, babe, who's ready to elevate her life by managing her time and finding work-life harmony. And if you can, while you're at it, please leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. It lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you. See you next Tuesday for another episode. Until next time, friend.